You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Oh, okay, we're on cue tonight. I love it. All right, let's get it started tonight. Listen, school is done for the week. We did our Dynasty Draft this week. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was fun to keep up with the fast pace that sometimes it got to, at, at, thankfully for Justin, cracking the whip on everyone um and the grades are in tonight so i'm excited to talk about them let's get things started welcome to the studio justin jesus herrera yeah we've gotten so used to this four days a week thing that i've kind of felt like i've been missing something from you guys like <laughs> i'm like mike i'm not podcasting today no no but it makes the wait for friday so much better and hopefully my material is built up for this but it is great to be on right now, and it's great to have all these guys in to talk about some Dynasty mock draft. What? What? And by the way, my team was the best. None of y'all fucking said it, but my team was the best for sure. It was. It was. <laughs> it's great to see your internet's working tonight as well. Also, welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Yes. Uh, sorry, Jefferson. I can't share your sentiment about missing the podcast. Uh, four nights a week. I was actually, I, I was actually relieved. I actually got, got to, you know, actually see my family. Uh, it was, you know, uh, we don't get along all the time, but damn it, you know, we still love each other at the end of the day. Um, and uh, again, it's a hard guy to love. We are contractually <laughs> obligated to tell Jason that his team is the best. So um, that's where you didn't read that little ad hoc um, clause in your contract. 
So, oh, I'm, I'm new here. I, I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I, did, okay. I, I missed it. I missed it. Yeah. No, I was just going to signing that I just went for. It's like one of those Apple things. You just click the click the buttons and go. <laughs> anyway, anyway, even though that we were gone, you, our guests uh, and our viewers, could have checked out our rankings on tssfancy.com. You could have checked out our merchandise. And you could have checked out our wonderful writings by Greg O.J. Mayer on Knights of the Round Table. All his insight and uh, draft advice, check it out. You're mi- if you're not watching, you're misinformed. <laughs> misinformed, indeed. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Well, you get all of our great contests, of course. But it, we're in our final stages. It's Hall of Fame weekend. How much fun. We actually had a game last night, which wasn't much of a game, just proving Jaguars suck still. Um, but we we have the Hall of Fame jersey of Leroy Butler. It's signed. It's ready to give it away. We're going to do it on social media this weekend on Sunday. So you want to check that out. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff. We're going to stream all that stuff live. So that'll be fun as well. Hit the subscribe button. Get in on it before it's too late. Also, don't forget to, like as Nick alluded to earlier, go to tssfantasy.com. We're doing the show on your fantasy league. You can check that out. We're also doing actually a lottery this weekend. We'll be doing that on our YouTube page, so you want to check that out. A lot of fun. I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun with that. Also, uh, you'll want to get on Underdog Fantasy. Obviously, use the promo code TSS. We got lots of great contests, and we're going to double your deposit up to $100 and include some great tickets to Gatorland. Also, some Dolphin experiences. Come down to the Miami Dolphin games with the TSS crew. All this kind of great stuff. Nick, why do we do it? Because we can, bro. And because, Nick, because we are the fantasy show of the people. The people. The fantasy show of the people, indeed. It's Dr. Miller time, and now he's here for what he's actually paid for. Some injury news. Let's get here from the doctor. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in, but he's backstage because I didn't bring him in. <laughs> the summer vacation is now over, and we are back now doing what the doc is here to get paid for to talk about injuries. Welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Hey, it is great to be here on tonight's episode. It is great to have you, and like I said, again, as as it starts to heat up and the camp's beginning, we know injuries are part of it. That's why we got you here, my friend. Let's ask, let's go right away. I know Matt Stafford's been more recently um, in the news with his injury. A lot of, you know, a lot of coach speak, if you will, out in the media about this injury. Um, I, I believe the last thing I saw from Sean McVay today was that it was um, highly unusual uh, that regarding his pain in the elbow. So let's go to you, my friend. Let's talk about this injury and uh, any concerns for him to start the season. You know, anytime your star quarterback is complaining of elbow pain in his throwing arm prior to the season starting, it, it's reason to be concerned. The rumor right now is that he's not going to be throwing for several practices. And Ian Rappaport's 
word is that it's a thrower's elbow. Now, the challenge with that diagnosis is it doesn't differentiate between tendinous pain and ligamentous pain. So this could be as little as a little bit of golfer's elbow, or it could be as significant as damage to his Tommy John ligament, his ulnar collateral ligament. So the idea of thrower's elbow is really, really broad and vague and doesn't give us enough information to make a good decision off of. Now, he's been having anti-inflammatory injections for at least two months that we know of and reports of pain dating back at least to the middle of last season. So he's been dealing with this for some time. He's probably a candidate for some type of regenerative medicine like PRP or stem cells. But if he goes that route, they're going to need him shut him down for a couple of weeks. So I think the next several days here are critical. This is not only going to potentially hurt Stafford owners, but maybe also his receiver core. And we might see the unintended consequence of this elevating his backfield. But you heard me question Cam Akers' ability just a couple of weeks ago. So I don't really know how big the fallout's going to be from Stafford. Let's talk about him again in a couple of days and see where they go from here. Yeah, we'll definitely check back in with you regarding his status. Again, luckily, very early in preseason. Going on to receivers, Chase Claypool, a bit of a shoulder injury. What do, you, what do you say about him? Yeah, Coach Tomlin said that he injured it at practice on the 29th of July, but right after practice, he said it's probably not that serious. He hasn't yet returned, but maybe cause for a little bit of concern. This is on the heels of a likely cleanup surgery to that right shoulder in the offseason. Still, we're listening to Coach Tomlin, not that serious, hoping for him back in a couple of days. Yeah, well, so maybe somebody else we're going to have to revisit as well. How about James Washington? Um, got injury news there. What about him? Uh, what, what do we say? So last time we talked about a Jones fracture was Derrick Henry. James Washington is set to miss, miss six to ten weeks with a Jones fracture in his right foot sustained during training camp. Mm. So real quick, revisiting the anatomy. Jones fracture is a break of the small pinky toe, the, the bone of your pinky toe in the foot. The problem with this fracture is blood flow disruptions and maybe impaired healing are frequent complications. So he's going to have surgery. Current word is six to 10 weeks, but don't be surprised if that's an overly optimistic timeline. Yeah, indeed. I mean, you know, again, you, you brought it up with that Derrick Henry injury. We saw what happened with him last year. No bueno, to say the least. Tim Patrick in the news as well. Unfortunately, um, you know, not much to really for you to talk about there to speculate. Torn ACL, gone for the season. Sorry, Tim Patrick. Ryan Jensen, um, just to mention him. Also, we don't have enough conclusive stuff to say uh, when or what's going on. I know you had mentioned that prior and since we had to get run in, I didn't want to throw him at you too quick. So, yeah, I just wanted to highlight he's started every possible game for the Bucks over the last five seasons. So, talk about a tough dude playing center for that long and now just missing time. Um, might be the whole season. Oh, well, I'd hate to hear it. Well, we appreciate you, Doc, and we'll see you next week. See you then. All right, right from one side to the other. You know what? It would really suck if I actually had to pay these experts. Let's bring in our legal eagle, Mary Jane Cooper, on some legal news. Those who will not live by the law shall die by the law. Your Honor, may I approach the bench, please? Mary Jane Cooper Esquire, welcome into the studio. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. All right, let's get started with the Deshaun Watson situation. Obviously, the news about the NFL wanting now to appeal. Um, give us your thoughts. Okay, so, um, well, I did a little digging. Um, so, ultimately, as you all know, the NFL, the NFLPA, and Deshaun all had a right to appeal within three days of the decision of the of the of the former Justice Sue L. Robinson's decision. Um, the NFL did do that, which I said would kind of be like a slap in the face to her, only because this is a, a very, you know, well-known judge. She served for many years on the bench. She's respected in the legal community. And when you hire someone to do a job for you as an arbitrator, um, or an arbiter, you typically respect the decision that they make, right? So the NFL clearly did not think that it, it satisfied how they wanted him to be suspended. And they did file that appeal. Um, that appeal is now, um, <clears throat> you know, going to be in. So it was originally, it was in Goodell's hands, but he did pass it off. Um, he did pass it off to the former New Jersey Attorney General, Peter Harvey. Peter Harvey has been part of, well, he's he's played a part in the NFL um, where he's part of the Diversity Advisory Committee. And so he's familiar um, and he participates in other kind of investigations. In fact, he was involved in the investigation on Ezekiel Elliott and the suspension uh, that initially gave him this the uh, six-game suspension. In that case, similarly, um, Ezekiel Elliott did appeal the suspension and, um, and, you know, ultimately they found that the NFL met their burden and that the suspension was appropriate. Um, and so in that particular case, I did read through some documents from the NFL and I thought it was important to note that the committee, um, that reviewed this, um, said that because the process for imposing discipline outlined in the policy was followed closely step-by-step. They, they found it unnecessary to re-examine all the evidence presented. And after careful and diligent review, the determination was affirmed and the appeal was denied. Right? Um, I think that's going to be different from what we have here. Because this is unprecedented and because the sexual nature um, that's going on with what's going on with Deshaun is not really in the policy like that. Mostly what they're kind of referring it to is uh, domestic violence. Um, they're using it as like a crime against a person, basically. Um, and so I think that ultimately someone looking at it now, obviously this person works for Roger Goodell and gets paid by Roger Goodell to do this job. Right. And he knows that Goodell wants a harsher suspension. Um, but he's also a former prosecutor. He's been an attorney for, uh, I want to say 30 years. He has a really uh, prestigious career. Um, and so I don't think he's going to sacrifice that to uh, do something that he would think to be unethical. But I think looking at it, he may say, you know, we can look at the sheer multitude of accusations and find that those are aggravating factors and he could give him some more games to add to that suspension. And ultimately it could result in the full year suspension, which was what Goodell initially in the NFL wanted. 
So <clears throat> going from here, since they're appealing, does she does Deshaun then get a chance to appeal back, or is that pretty much a wrap after the NFL appeals? So ultimately, um, he would not get another chance to appeal it. It would be a final decision. I mean, does he have the chance to appeal the appeal? No. Ultimately, what's going to happen is the NFL is going to, they have this person who's now going to review it, this other attorney. And what he's going to do is he's going to make a determination based solely on the record. So the things that were presented to him, the things that are in writing, the evidence that was admitted during that arbitration, he's going to look only at that, look only at the policy and see, did it meet this? If it did, okay, it's sticking with six. But I think because it doesn't fit squarely into the the peg, um, it's it's really going to be it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But I would bet that because it doesn't, and because it is unprecedented, that he's going to find okay, we'll leave it at six, but we're going to add some aggravating factors since there were twenty five accusers, and we're going to give you more game suspension because it would also save face for the NFL. Justin, did you have a question? Yeah, so I was wondering, is it the Players Association job to make the appeal on behalf of Deshaun Watson at that point? Because I've heard the Players PA can also make an appeal that would kind of just like, you know, almost push this off to a point where it would be into like 2023 range rather than right now. Because that's one of the things that everybody's talking about. Will he be able to be like play the entire year because they'll just be caught in this like endless appeal between the two, between obviously the NFL and the NFLPA? So um, I believe that while it is in the appeal process, he can play. And I think we saw that with Ezekiel Elliott, right? Yes. Um, so he can practice. That he could potentially play up until the decision is made from the appeal, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, the so the NFLPA is similar to a – union and the you know there it is a union for the players and that union is specifically there to protect all players and their interests and um to make sure that no one gets you know treated unfairly or you know outside of the the standards that that the nfl is required to use all right, let's move on to something a little let's bit. Let's not. I have a question. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, actually, I have a couple questions, and I'll just ask until Jason says, let's let's move on. So, um, <laughs> why out of, out of the 25 accusers, right, mm-hmm. why did she only choose five to hear? Four. So, um, they Four. did interview all of them. Um, but they only went with four. Now, they didn't say it was because of credibility per se. But from my reading of it, it sounded like the four that she chose or the four that the NFL chose, I should say. The NFL chose to give these four statements, these four specific scenarios, um, because these four women never went and massaged him again. It was only one contact, one time. All the other women uh, had multiple massage encounters. So I would say that it goes towards the rest of their credibility, because if you were so offended, why then would you massage again? So they went with the foremost credible. 
You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Gotcha. And and just one just one more, and I'll yes. and I'll stop. Why was there no financial penalty um, attached to the suspension? Because that was well, one of the, the other big uproars that that he didn't get a fine. But he didn't get a fine. But he does still have to pay. So when players are suspended, they still do have to pay a cut. Now it's not significant, but I think it's like it's their per game. Um, amount that he would be suspended. Um, I'm sure Jason probably knows more about that, but I want to say when I did read, it was like in the 200,000s is what ultimately he's going to lose out of his contract money. Oh, big deal. Okay. Uh, okay. That's cool. Well, All right. I mean, that so, money. Well, here, here's something. A lot of, a lot of people have been saying that this is like, kind of like, um, a new thing that they're kind of trying to up their standards now. Like, is that just all in the new CBA? Because before, like we've said, like, no offense, we've seen Ray Rice beat his wife in a hotel elevator, and he got two games. Like, right. they're just now upping their standards on this, and is it because of the new CBA, because of the new powers that they get in the CBA, or any no. anything like that? It's because I- of the pu- it's, it's the public outcry on social media is, is what's driving it. Yeah, the the court of public opinion, but not only that, awesome. um, it's that you know as time goes by, they start to realize, wait a second, we should have had this rule in place. So with Ray Rice, that's a perfect example. I'm glad you brought that up, Justin, because that was the first time that something so serious happened, and all that was in the policy back then was two games, and they felt when when it went to the suspension. And through the appeals process, they found that there was no precedent to make it any more than two games. They did not, they did not find that there were so aggravating factors. There's so many aggravating factors, although I feel that they could have the way he dragged her out of the elevator and all that. I feel like that definitely could have been an aggravating factor. However, um, At the end of the day, that's not what they found. Now, I don't know what the policy read back then when the Ray Rice situation happened. I would have to look into that. But in the one that we have now, there is the ability for aggravating factors and mitigating factors. So things to make the sentence less and things to make the sentence more, right? So um, those aggravating factors, I think, might come into play for Deshaun. And I think that's how the NFL is going to get around the fact that this isn't written into the policy. So yeah. that's my <clears throat> prediction. Yeah, on, the, so. on the defense of the NFL, it's it's hard for them to predict every little thing that a player is, oh, yeah. is going to do. Of yeah. course, of course. Yeah, I mean, like the law in and, in and of itself, you know, it 
it's it's definitely advanced over the years and there are things that are illegal now like for example bath salts that didn't have to be illegal back in the day or tide pods you know like crazy stuff um so you know as as technology as things advance you know cyberbullying and and all that like these things are all new because oh we don't have anything in the law that says this. Okay, we got to add it because right now we can't penalize this person because it's not technically against the law, right? So just like with, you know, the legal society, same goes for any private company and their policies and things like that. Just a kangaroo court. <laughs> the social media pitchforks are definitely out for mm. Deshaun to say. I know. That. You know, and we've been talking about this since last summer. I mean, you know, and again... I'm just not sure why everyone just so, you know, I know the meeting to movement and all that, but, you know, every situation is different. There's always some gray somewhere. We don't know all of the facts still, but what we do know, um, you know, it's it's not so as what it's being put out there. That's for sure. Um, right. We wanted right. To talk, I wanted to talk a little bit about Stephen Ross, but we're a little bit over and we got guests waiting. So we're, if it's cool with you. I'd like to bring you back next week because we got Hollywood Brown talk about. We got Alvin Kamara updates and stuff like that. So if it's all right with you, we'll have you back next week. Hey, Mary, Mary Jane, throw in the Houston Texans owners, too. I want to hear about those fucks, too. We got all things we can bring. Yeah, on. there's a lot. Exactly. We would need there's a lot only 30 than, women, uh, right? Just 30? Just, just 30 women? <laughs> Just sorry. I say, hey, I mean, you know, hey, all right. Let me let me not, let me not say anything before I'm on the couch tonight. All right, let's hit the commercial break. When we come back, we got all of our guests. We got some great in to do. Mary Jane Cooper, we appreciate you coming in, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye everyone. Thanks, MJ. Hayden, all right, bye. We love fantasy football. We do. It's a fantastic game, yet still not perfect. Like I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. Do you put them up? Reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. <laughs> We had our we had our dynasty draft during the week. Oh, what fun it was! And now we have our dynasty guest in. We got some grades to talk about. Let's welcome first welcome in Howard Bender back to the studio. Nick's best friend. Welcome to the studio, my friend. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, guys. Pleasure to be back after this draft. Uh, looking forward to discussing it. Absolutely. Bandy from Fourth and Flex, welcome into our studio, my friend. What's going on, guys? I mean, I'm pumped football is back. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, indeed. I tried to get into it last night, but it was just like, eh, the Jags <laughs> yeah. still suck, period. Yeah. Let's also welcome in Andy LaDuke, friend of the show. Welcome into the studio, my friend. 
you call me Andy one more time, I'm gonna beat you down worse than the past. I've always beat the Dolphins. <laughs> all right, Andy, no problem. Uh, I think you're gonna be Andy all night, in fact. All right, sounds like I am. <laughs> you should have already known that. All right, so again, we got some grades to talk about. So let's let's start first. I just want to talk first, just figured we'd lighten it up a little bit and we'll talk about some guys that aren't here tonight, but they left their analysis. Figured I'd just bring it out, kind of get the get the blood flowing a little bit. Let's talk about now, unfortunately, you know, they're a pain in my butt and wouldn't just send this in one text. I had to go through my whole whole group text to get their analysis out. So let's go to um, Greg. We'll talk about Greg's, or excuse me, no, let's go to Fred's grade because I think he was the one that got graded first, and that's what started this whole thing. So here's Fred's Fred's grade, a C- minus coming from Professor juice now he's got justin herbert kirk cousins as his quarterback so you know okay he's doing all right there running backs derrick henry zeke elliott i mean you see it here i don't need to go through the whole lineup here but all right you see you see some of the highlights here let me just highlight some of them mike williams um his number one receiver to me that's you know that's not so good um tight end darren waller good you know if he stays healthy Back up Ryan Tunyon. So, um, you know, guys, so here's – this is what kind of started the thing, and this is the Jester's uh, analysis. He drafted no one under 25 years old on his, quote, dynasty team. No mix of youth and veterans. It's called dynasty, fool. How many years – how many years do Zeke and Henry have? No true number one receiver. Both running backs are on the cliff, and you have Carson retired. <laughs> And OBJ coming back from another ACL. All you have is Herbert Coop. You know who my vote for the worst is. So there's your C minus for the Jesters, guys. I just want to kick it around. We don't, you know, it would take all night if we're all analyzing every team. But just real quick, we'll just go around real quick. Do you think this grade is appropriate? And would you go higher or lower, Justin? What say you? Oh, you're on. I guess you're on mute. Sorry. I didn't notice till just now. You're good. Um, I w- I would go probably about C minus. Yeah, it, it's a good it's a good team. It's just uh, it's missing youth on the running back area. Like the running back area is just absolutely one hit wonders, and probably people are going to fall apart this year. As the, so, uh, as the juice said, it's a dynasty fool. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, everything else is is good. I mean, OBJ's a head scratcher. Khalil Shakir was a real head scratcher for me. Yeah, Gabe Davis, Jameson Crowder, Isaiah McKenzie. Nobody's talking about Khalil Shakir. Um, and then Corey Davis. Who the hell is Corey Davis right now? I mean, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore all the way. All right, Drew. Real quick, real quick. What say you? Does uh, this uh, appropriate grade higher or lower for you? It's appropriate. I actually might even change my worst team vote for this because I didn't even realize he drafted Chris Carson, who's retired, and that just is despicable to me. All, so. right, well, all right, well, two things. One, no, you're not because I already made the day graphic. So let's <laughs> go right there. And number two, yeah, I don't even know. That's just number one. All right, Bandy, yeah. what's the you, bro? Higher or lower? Is this appropriate? I mean, I, I get that there's not a lot of uh, age here, but, I mean, I like the picks they got. I like to say this team is in win-now mode. You know what I mean? That's the big thing in the NFL right now, so let's let, we'll say that's what's going on here, Jester. 
right, that's hey, that's a fair analysis. Howard, what say you, sir? Higher or yeah. lower? We are we right on here? I'd, I'd go higher. I agree mm-hmm. here that it is. It's a win now team. You know, too many people overrate. And, you know, Dynasty, you know what? You guys keep going for your hopefuls and maybe they'll do it. And okay, fine. I'll take the steady production out of my running backs and Henry Elliott and Connor and even get what Kareem Hunt ends up giving you. Yeah, the Carson pick is garbage. Yeah, the Shakir pick is garbage. But overall, I mean, listen, he's got the Herbert Williams stack, which looks absolutely beautiful. Alan Lazard could be the number one target, should be the number one target for Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, I see Mallard shaking his head. He must have like his Romeo Dobbs jersey, like nope. you know, wearing it like a diaper or something. We know who, we know who, we know who Lazard is, and it ain't a number one. Christian Kirk could be the number one target over there for uh, for Trevor Lawrence, right? That nope. you know, it's just he's got a he's got a team that can definitely compete for now, and he's got the receivers who are young enough to to hold in dynasty. Shelf life for running backs is super short anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move it along because LaDuke needs a diaper change. Nick, what say you, my friend, on this higher or lower uh, or this over spot on? I'd probably leave it the same. Like like Brand- like Bandy said, you know, they are they are win now. He's got a nice mix of win now players, but I think he overreached on a lot of the receivers. Uh, some of the guys I just don't see pinning out, like like Christian Kirk. We all know I he may be the number one option down down in uh, Jacksonville but uh, again it's Jacksonville uh, Kenny Galladay he's done I I think he's done uh, David Bell he's taken a chance on on him uh, OBJ again second ACL and Corey Davis I think maybe he might have went on auto draft at, at the last couple of rounds because I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think if, if he was actually paying attention I don't think he would have drafted Chris Carson. Okay, I don't. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we know that. that. That brings up an interesting point, too, and Justin brought it up. When we first started our draft, it was um, some were under the impression that it was a super flex and some were not. And Justin brought up the point, always check your league settings. And he's exactly right. Now, again, this is a mock draft, so, you know, I figured we were talking about it, whatever, so that's why I didn't check. But his point is valid. You do need to always check draft settings and make sure you set up. Whenever you get in any league, make sure you know if definitely if it's super flex or not, makes a big difference or not. Mm-hmm. So also in the auto draft thing, listen, I mean, this thing mm-hmm. was taking a little little bit. Justin was trying to hurry things up a little bit. So, you know, it was like, let's get, and it's the end of the round. Like, you know, whatever. It's yeah. really what we're looking at, at the meat and potatoes of it. But Nick, I appreciate you reading down this whole lineup that was really really stellar all right let's talk about this is why i wanted to bring this up because then this is the payback bags greg greg gets a c plus from fred he now quarterbacks look a little weak here trey lamp is a starter zach wilson the backup so you know that's a little weak um you know i like the running backs got got some depth um and got some guys that you know could pan out later on um receivers yeah, you know, he's got some good depth with youth and, um, you know, some veterans in there as well. And, of course, tight end Travis Kelsey and Hunter Henry, not too shabby. But Greg got a C-plus from the Jester. Basically what the Jester said about this team, Hilaire is whack. Trey Lance and Garrett Wilson we know nothing about yet. Swift and Moore, okay. And I like we said on TSS, if you watch Ayuk, 
he is hit or miss. That's why Greg got a C plus. All right, let's do this a little quicker. Justin, hit or miss. Do you think this grade is spot on? You go higher or lower? So this is one of those teams that I think could definitely be uh, a lot higher than it is right now. I think it's a fair grade right now. I think this could be a, a team that ends up being like a, a B plus, A minus at, when you really look at it at the end of the season. Uh, Lance and Ayuk is is a deadly stack. And then you take Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson. Um, he's stacked up two of his quarterbacks with two up-and-coming wide receivers. I like McLaurin and more. I think they're both candidates for positive regression and touchdowns this year. And then you got, uh, I mean, Kelsey's the mainstay, right? Kelsey's the mainstay. Then you got young running backs. You got CH who, I mean, he might be something. He might not. Rashad Penny, once again, might be something, might not. Darrell Williams, I liked him getting him there because you need that handcuff to, um, you know, Benjamin, right? No. <laughs> but, I mean, he's definitely somebody I think could take away from James Conner, for sure. So, yeah, I think C-plus is a good grade for him, but I think this could definitely be a B-plus roster at the end of the year. All right. Thank you for going through it, all of it, too. Uh, Andrew, let's say you, sir. Yeah, I don't disagree with the grade either. I think what this lacks to compete now is just the high-end, um, enough high-end talent. Obviously, Kelsey, Swift, and Harris are, are home runs. I do like DJ Moore as a home run this year as well. So, like, those four guys make sense to me. McLaurin, uh, I'm not necessarily 100% sold on him. I do like Wilson. I do like uh, both Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson. Sorry, both of them. So, yeah, I don't disagree with this. I, I think this is a team that could probably be on the playoff bubble with the way I look at it right now. Bandy, how about you, sir? Okay, I'm I'm going just slightly lower. Uh, I love the tight ends, but I'm not a believer in Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. So, I mean, I go like a C, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. How about you, Howard? What say you? I mean, I'll stay with the grade. I think it's fine. You know, it's got good starters. I, I feel like if it, this gets in season, it lacks depth. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the bye weeks are going to kill this mm-hmm. team hard. So, um, so I'm, 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 but I mean, I'm, you know, you've got like, Really nice starting guys in Harris, Swift, Kelsey, McLaurin, Moore, you know, so I'm okay with it. And Fred, just so you know, I see you in the comments section. The fact that you're watching and not on the show, I am definitely not putting your comments up here. <laughs> Lacking, you know what? Nick, what about you, sir? I'd go C minus because uh, right now his team beyond the quarterbacks is it's okay. But the quarterbacks are just lousy. Uh, Trey Lance, we don't know anything about him. Uh, Zach Wilson, the only thing he's hitting right now is MILFs. And uh, <laughs> Marcus Mariota, my gosh. Um, talk talk about uh, close your eyes and swing for the fences. Um, so, again, C-. minus. All righty, once again. So, um, you know, I have to mention in the comments section it was mentioned – Greg is the only team in our league to go 0 and 13. So it was brought up in the chat. But then he came back the next season and won the whole thing. He did come back. It was All like right. a Cinderella story. Pull it out, then. 0 and 13's gone. <laughs> All right, let's go to LaDuke. Let's talk about your squad and we'll talk about the analysis we got from Chase as he is in here. Let's look at LaDuke's grade and squad here. I'm going to pull it up. 
Kyler Murray at the court. Look at Tua like this guy. Mm-hmm. And by and the I way, I took him on purpose. Can I can I just say something real quick before no. I go over this whole thing, <laughs> Mister Mister Guy on TikToks on TikTok bragging about being in some other draft where he also took Jalen Waddle. You are a little sneaky Dolphin fan. That's well, just I had it. I had Waddle last I had Waddle last year in my home league, and I loved having Waddle. There's something about him. I just love his energy on the field. Uh-huh. So yeah, no, I, I'm a Waddle right. fan. You love you love that energy, and sure. I hate that I have to admit that I took two on purpose in this market. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so overall, like uh, you know, QBs, I like Kyler Murray. I um, mean, you know, I like that fast-paced offense. Um, the running back wise, Brees Hall is your second running mate. You know, Travis Dainty, a lot of question marks there at those running back positions. Could be hits though, you know, could be misses. Um, like I said, the running uh, the receivers though. Look good. You got a good mix of young and old, so I do like that. A lot of youth, though, in there as well. Um, tied in with uh, Friar Muth. Um, you know, he's pretty young as well, so definitely good as well. Um, B minus, I think that's good. Justin, what say you? Do you agree, or uh, should we go higher or lower? So, it, so I would say C minus. Um, I, I love you, Andrew. You're my favorite duck in the pond, bro. But I, I don't blame you. I was going to make myself the worst team. Don't worry. It, it's literally like you can see at every position, it's like the halfway mark, like the top half is like A, the bottom half is like F. You're like, even like Watson, and then it's like Pierce, Mechie, Thornton, you're like, oh, oh, brutal. So the, the three auto picks I did have that I messed up my queue was Mechie, Willis, and Ritter. Those are my three auto picks that I messed that up. But, and that thousand percent makes sense. I was like, why would anybody get Willis and Ritter? That was not planned. The, the draft picked up and I wasn't ready. <laughs> but yeah, because because he took Kyler and Tag, I'll go with a C minus, but a lot of potential. He just can't get hurt. And <laughs> none of his players can get hurt. Yeah, I need health. Bandy, what say you, sir? You like this grade or higher or lower? Yeah, I like the grade. You got a lot of guys that uh got a lot of potential. Tua Waddle stack is great. I'm a big believer in Tua this year. I, I like it at a B minus. All right, Howard, what say you, sir? Um, I'd probably go C plus here. I mean, this is there's a lot of youth on this team. This is like you know, again, it's dynasty here. Um, you know, you don't have a a, a clear number one wide receiver at all. Like Waddle's behind Tyreek, so we're gonna see, have to see what kind of a you know target share he gets now. Marquise Hollywood Brown, hey, could be great for you know a little while there, at least until Hopkins gets back, and we'll see. Watson's banged up; he's gonna be fishing for some some you know targets over there. You know Pierce, I actually I dig Pierce; uh, he's not bad. And then you know obviously that Fryermuth, I just don't see him fitting in this offensive scheme. Matt Canada does a lot of. Uh, a, a lot of pre-snap motion. He likes to, uh, you know, try and confuse everybody. He's not going to move a, a big clunker like Fryermuth around. Um, not to mention the fact that Pittsburgh's O-line definitely needs help, which puts Fryermuth tethered to the line to help block a little bit more. But, dude, those running backs are, uh, are are super tight for the next three years. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick, you agree? You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, yeah, yeah, C plus B minus, like I said, he's got a lot of young, young talent there. Um, his team will progress with the, uh, maturation of, of their skills, but, uh, he, he, he did say on auto draft because the one, the one, the one pick that sticks out with me is Mechie. I mean, unfortunately, you know, terribly, he may never play again. Uh, and, and I think Spiller's going to eventually be the starter up there. Mm -hmm. Madison. Little dicey because he's only good for two or three games. That that uh, Cook is out, um, and that's you know everyone's knocking the Willis and and Ritter. Come two three years down down the line, they could be starters in the league, and they could be potential big uh, big trade bait. So not that's not bad. That's not bad. Laduki, here's your analysis. <laughs> from, wow, I mean, Shay sent this to me privately already. I knew it was long. Holy crap! This is. I mean, no, it's book one. I got changed my laptop. It's a little smaller. It's hard for me to read all of it. But all right, he says you already know my take on Javonta Williams from the Broncos. Show a couple weeks ago wasn't crazy about um, uh, his first two picks. First thought there was uh, better value on the board. For example, I think if he'd taken Swift um, and Williams at the 2.3, I guess in the second pick, I'd feel better about his start. Waddle was on target. Of course, he's it's Waddle. Didn't like the uh, Travis Etienne pick, um, especially since I got the I got the real Jaguar starting running back. Oh, okay, this guy think he believes he's been, uh, Mr. Robinson believer. Um, I says I like Kyler Murray um, with Tua like that, um, but when auto drafting more QBs don't, didn't help his roster. Um, that's what he gets. <laughs> Grocery runs on a short clock, and all and all they ended up a competitive team that is probably best suited to compete in a year or two. So not this year. You're right for next year. His yeah, oldest players are are only twenty twenty six. And uh, then there's these RBs, and he got tied into. I can't. It's like I said, I can hardly read all this. Replying He's never short for words. <laughs> <laughs> relying a lot on rookies, but those rookies could be absolute gold in a year or two. Haskins, Spiller, Ritter, Willis, Watson all have realistic paths to number one roles on their team within a year. Love the Diagra pick in the last round. Overall setup for the future but not strong as as he could have been. Too many QBs, not a great first two rounds. All right, Dookie, enough, got anything to say in defense of your squad? No, look, I, like I said, I wasn't necessarily thrilled with my team when I came out of this, one, because of the auto picks, but two, I had to make a decision as the draft, cause, because I try to treat mock drafts like a real draft because I want to practice. So the way this draft was rolling for me, it became clear that I was going to have to go youth because I wasn't going to get enough value to compete now. So it, thinking dynasty-wise, I had to go youth with the way things were falling to me, so that's what I did. It wasn't what I planned. It wasn't what I would have wanted to do, but I did that and basically sold the year away. You still got to be. 
<laughs> still got to be. That's right. Still, yeah, Chase, Chase is a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so, talking about Chase, let's bring up his squad, and you can tell me what you think of Chase's squad. You're the professor here, my friend. Actually, you tell me. You bring up this lineup. Tell me what you like, don't like. Yeah, so look, I think when, when he went Allen Mahomes at the turn to start – we were all questioning in the chat. We didn't know if he realized it wasn't super flex with whatnot. It was definitely a, uh, a questionable move. He did say that he likes to try different things in mock. So I get it. Uh, if you read my latest article that came out yesterday, though, I believe Patrick Mahomes is a potential bust as a QB two. doesn't mean I don't think he's going to be a QB one, but as the second rank QB, I think there's a lot of risk of betting on him to be there. So taking him at the 2.1 pick is a little rich for me. I think he would have been better suited taking uh, a Debo Samuel, CD Lamb there because I think his wide receivers might be where he's a little lacking here. Between I love AJ Brown, Traylon Burks could be something big. Elijah Moore is also a risk. I, I, I we'll, we'll see what that Jets offense looks like, but he's got some. His wide receivers just aren't very deep here. Um, I'm not a big Gibson fan. He's going to be cut, speaking to my article again. My running back bust. Gibson's making that article as well. So I'm not a big Gibson fan. Uh, Damian Harris as well. Uh, Monte Stevens is taking the number one. Uh, reps in New England this offseason. So I do love the Pierce pick. I do love the Ertz and McBride stack. Uh, so I think he nailed the 8 through 10 rounds. Uh, big fan of that. Uh, and the white pick in the 14th round I think is good. And as anybody who knows me this offseason, I'm a massive Greg Delchish fan, so I'm pissed he sniped me there. But as a whole here, uh, you know, I, I gave him um, – well, I actually forget what grade I gave him. Can you remind me? B minus. B minus. Right in front of you. Yeah, I gave him B minus right in front of me. Because look, I think he, I think he's got obviously a great quarterback. He's got AJ Brown here. I think is going to be have a great season, but I just don't think he's deep enough uh, to really compete now and really, you know. And I don't see the the future as an immediate jump as well. I think he's got some holes in the future as well. In the interest of not making the show a marathon, let's just move on yeah. to Dan's grade. Go on to Justin's analysis, sir. Give me your analysis on Dan's team and your your grade there for him. Yeah, so I graded a little bit harsh on this one. Um, I really like the wide receivers, but I did not like his choices at running back. Um, I think he went with uh, a couple of guys that really might not even be like values past this year. I mean, I don't know about Gordon. I don't know about Gus Edwards. Um, Tony Pollard might have somewhere to go. May not. Zeke's still there. Uh, I like A.J. Dillon, but I don't like him as my writers or my running back two. And J.K. Dobbins, I definitely don't like as my running back one. Um, Kyle Pitts, love that play. Jelani Woods, I've talked with Dan about Jelani Woods before. I think he's talented, but he just looks like a giant monster out there that doesn't have any coordination. And, um, and then as far as like his, uh, quarterbacks go, his quarterbacks were Rogers and Winston. Winston's kind of like a toss up this year. Maybe he does well, maybe he doesn't. And Rogers is just getting older. So overall, I thought Dan had the right idea when it came to uh, wide receivers. He just kind of, you know, lacked on the running backs a little bit. And I, I wasn't particularly satisfied with his quarterbacks. All right, and for those who are listening on our car radio and our podcast, now you can turn your radio back up. <laughs> did, you, did you see me take my headphones off? That was giving me freaking pain. Justin <laughs> is loud and proud tonight. All right, let's go on. We're going to move on here. Let's talk about Howard's team. Nick, you're up. Batter up to Nick. Let's talk about Howard. Give me your analysis on Howard's team. Uh, I like his 
choices at uh, I didn't. I'm sorry. I like his one choice at quarterback. I don't like his other choice at quarterback. I like the Derek Carr pick because because now he's really on the come up with um, Devontae Adams. Daniel Jones. Uh, he might not. He might not even be a starter in two years. Uh, I think. Um, I think Garoppolo <laughs> might might be over there sooner than later. Uh, I love his Austin Eckler pick. Uh, Cam Makers, I'm still kind of shaky on. Uh, Edmonds and Mostert, I don't know. I mean, I know that his draft strategy is you don't draft the players necessarily. You draft the system. But that Dolphins backfield right now, they're still trying to figure things out, and they have a lot of uh, disaggregated pieces, and it's not they don't have a dominant back. So that's, so that's my one thing I didn't like about those two. Um, and as far as his wide receivers, I love his, his, his wide receivers and I, and I like his tight end. Uh, so right. So the only thing, so the only position group I don't really like too much is his running backs. Uh, but in this league anymore, you don't really need dominant running backs. You need dominant receivers. So that's why I gave him a B minus. All right. Well, let's go on to your grade. Howard, you're up, batter up for an Flanders. Uh, he gave him the C plus. I had said B minus first, and then joked around and said to start the fire here with Jason. I had gave him a C plus. No, see, Jason likes to screw me, so so that's why. Jason Jason likes to treat me like the stuff under his shoe. As as soon as I heard you went C plus first, I was like, hey, you got to go with your gut. So go ahead, (laughs) I'm just gonna let it go. Um, All right, so you know, listen, obviously, obviously, the the you know, if if we want to grade it based off of just that right there, the one thing I looked at it as as the course of the draft is really what it was. Right. And and I like the Taylor and the Camara pick and the Diggs pick. I thought that was great. I didn't like the 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 Prescott Schultz uh you know tandem there. I thought it was a little early um to make that move right there, especially when you see some of the talent that's still out there, some of the young talent that's still out there, and a guy like Michael Pittman, uh, or you know, Drake London, or you know, if you if you go to the tight end, you still had, you know, Darren Waller, George Kittle. Uh, we're still there. I mean, it, that kind of that kind of seemed like I'm a Cowboys fan, and I want to make sure that I get you know my share of Cowboys here. Um, the James Cook pick was was fire. Um, Cooper will be great once Watson's back. I don't mind Claypool. Um, I mean, listen, I, I I thought that it was all right, and then towards the end it kind of went off the rail. Kenneth Gainwell, Mark Ingram, Taysom Hill. I mean, I I, I might have a policy. Maybe that's where the C plus came. Was as soon as I saw Taysom Hill's name, uh, I'm, I'm always anti Taysom Hill. But you know, overall, I I said B minus, but you know, we'll take the C plus. I, I, um, hey, you know, C plus. I just want to say yeah. two things. Number number one, I hate the Cowboys, and the reason why I went that high was because that was the best quarterback receiver stack left. And then uh, round 11 on, I just hit auto draft. So whatever I got, I got. I didn't really care. Okay. Thanks for sharing, Nick. All right. Let's move on now. To my love that in mock drafts when guys just go on auto and say, screw you. Right. Yeah. It exactly. took five days. The whining begins. All right. Let's talk about my team. Professor Bandy, give us your analysis, sir. First off, I really love the Tim Patrick pick. I think he's going to be great this year. <laughs> that was that was when, that was one of those three a.m. I was a sweet uh, pick. <laughs> I, I I figured, man. I'm just giving you crap. Karen's um, such a cute. It's for the long. Uh, it's, I'm, it's a long term for him. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I love Jalen Hurts for fantasy. He's he's going to be great. I think Saquon is going to have a bounce back year. So mm-hmm. I, I like the the running backs you got going on. Ken Walker, I think, is going to take over. Um, Henderson showed some stuff that he had last year. And uh, going to your wide receivers, I love the first two picks, Chase Adams. Uh, I really like Drake London. I think he's going to be great this year. I I have this weird thing where I, I always predict like one really good wide receiver, and in this year it's Drake London. Uh, you got three quarterbacks, but you got the Sean Watson. He'll be sitting there waiting for you. So uh, I think B minus was was right up your alley. All right, sounds good. Now you're gonna like my grade, but I'm gonna tell you what there was a little <clears throat> bit of compounding factors in your grade, your C minus grade. It was not just your team. It was the fact that about 10 or was it, what is it, 50 minutes prior to showtime that you're calling me, telling me you want to change up, change this, change that. (laughs) Your grade got down one because, oh, I had to change the graphics, bro. Like, come on, man. And I I was in the shower. No, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, seriously. All right, but that is why you're great. So that's good. fair. That's fair. All right, yeah. so your QB, Lamar Jackson. You know, I, I love Lamar. You know, especially this season. You know, again, you know, last year it's a kind of anomaly. He got sort of usually good on the field. Um, so I like Lamar. Don't really need too much of a backup, but you know, Kenny Pickett. It's pretty much all, all you have there. I don't really not in love with these running backs to be honest. Um, you know, Lenny Fournette. You know, I he's he was out right outside the top ten last year. Um, you know, and again, you know, what is this Bucks offense going to look like at some point? We just don't know right now. Um, David Montgomery, again, if he could stay healthy, he's always good, at least to start the season anyway. Um, you know, and love the receivers. I mean, he got plenty of them, to say the least. Cooper <laughs> got the he got the number one fantasy pick of last season. Can't go wrong there. Keenan Allen's always good. Darnell Mooney heard a lot of good things in camp about Darnell Mooney. Um, I love Allen Robinson. Gabe Davis, another guy we've heard a lot of good things about in camp as well. Um, so you can go, just go down the line. I want to go down, down the whole roster. But, yeah, I mean, some great receiver receiving core. Um, you know, tight end, a little suspect with Noah Fant. We'll see if you step up. Um, you know, and I, I don't even know who this other guy is, so to be honest. Kate <laughs> on Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, digging deep to say the least. All right. So we're going to post all these up. Um, and we're going to let everyone vote on that. What, what did I do? Oh, you didn't even put mine up. Oh, I didn't put yours up on my bed. We already know about your team. I was trying to rush through. (laughs) I I had a little fun thing to do with you guys, and I I wanted to rush through. So that's my fault. All right, let's bring up Justin's team. My fault. Oh, no, it's not. (laughs) Uh, Justin had a really good, solid squad. Matt Stafford, like Matt Stafford, QB. And he got, listen, in Dude, this draft, he got Stafford and Brady late in this draft. Like, if yeah. you notice, um, if you look at the draft overall, mm-hmm. um, you got Christian McCaffrey. You know, guy, everyone knows me. I'm not a big Christian McCaffrey guy. Um, but, you know, hey, if he if he stays healthy, could be big things. You know, pretty okay on the running backs. Got to love the receiver, especially C.D. Lamb with Noah Amari Cooper this year. You know, obviously big things expected from him. Um, T. Higgins been great, obviously. Chris Godwin, love that as well. Um, Juju Smith, I mean, we could, again, I want to go down the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, oh, and look at Brandon Cooks down there as well. That's a sneaky good pick. Late He's got five startable wide receivers in my Ab- opinion. Absolutely. So great, great receiving core. George Kittle, tight end, a little homer pick, but can't go wrong with him as well. And Cole Komet, I mean, again, decent tight ends. So overall, B+, plus. here was Justin's analysis from Dan. 
He said, overall, he has a really good team. It's bound for the playoffs and will be in contention for a championship. However, he was a one-year window with a 50-50 shot of a second year before he'll he'll have to reload. So it's a small window, and it's not a team that appears on paper to be overly dominant for a championship. That's why, overall, he got a B+. plus. All right, there's your analysis, sir. I know these... I know it's hard not to take this stuff kind of personal, I guess. Or everyone's like, hey, it's my team. What are you talking about? All right, so we got to bring up the best in class. I asked everyone to vote for their best team and the worst team. Now, I'm not going to reveal who voted for who or whatever, but look at the results here. It's overwhelmingly. Look at the commitment. I think you guys are just being nice. It's my show. Yeah, but I wish I voted for you. You deserve more than but one look, vote. But look at, look at I got team. two votes. Holy crap. A lot of people want to get back on this show. Hey, listen, <laughs> I, I want to I point this one thing out. Look at the TSS crew representing. That's all I got to say. We're listening to our Howard, – Howard and Ian brought it for us. We were just listening to them all week, so that's all. All right, yeah. so let's look at the – just voting for each other. I, I actually had I actually had like a win thing, but it just felt so self-loathing. So I'm not going to do that. However, I am going to do something for this. This is our flunkies and Chase overwhelmingly our flunky tonight. Oh, really? Four votes for Chase mm. overall. I just find it interesting though. Like, look at the difference in opinions. Fred is in the voting for number one, and in the voting for a flunky, yeah. Justin the same. We were just talking about how good Justin's team was. Someone voted him. A overall flunky. Can you believe it or not? I, I'm really surprised that Chase is leading the the worst votes here. Because look, I think we all. I think that's an overreaction to the first two picks. The back to back quarter. I think. I think that's where a lot of it was from. That was yeah, like. I think that's what that is. Because I think as a as a whole, it's it's not the worst team. I I like that you're sticking up for me, boy. But either way, here you <laughs> go, Chase. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Who voted for me? I want to know. <laughs> I can't it reveal. Myself. It might have been myself. It might have been myself. <laughs> I can't. I can't reveal my sources, but I do. I had to just leave up this pick at Chase because I absolutely. I thought his, the way his head was looking <laughs> on this was just absolutely perfect. So whenever I bring up a card, whenever Chase comes on the show, I'm going to leave that just for him. <laughs> All right, so we I just wanted to say we got a few minutes. If you guys don't mind, if you want to humor me, I got something fun set up for you guys. We're going to take a quick yeah. break. And when we get back, I got something fun planned for your little crew here. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? <laughs> say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Night, 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 sorry, and now possible play. You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league. Create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed.
look forward to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget TSSFantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the People. All right, something fun to close it out. Got a quick game of Fantasy Feud. I'm going to team up the old teammates, Andrew and Justin, and I. You're going to go against Bandy and Howard. Nick, you're going to be my judge to help me out. That's the team. We got a little bit of feud coming up. Let's get ready. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We're going to see if it's a long game tonight, but we got supposed fantasy experts in the building, so we shall see. I've made it a little tough, however, tonight, so I hope you are ready. All right, so um, for those who haven't played Bandy and Howard, you haven't played our game before, unfortunately, I don't have any fancy buzzers. So when I say the question, you'll simply shout out the answer. If you get it in time and it's correct for your team, then you guys will get control of the round. Just like Family Feud, there'll be five answers on the board. If you if you can get them all, great, you win the round. If not, you have three strikes, just like uh, Family Feud. So that's pretty much the gist of it. All right, so top five answers on the board, gentlemen. Here is your first question. In 2021, last year, top five. Give me your top five defenses last year. You the Bills, right, Justin? Yeah, I was Bills. So what did you hear there, Nick? Because I heard Bandy mumble something out of there, but did he get it? All I heard was Bills. Okay, so I, I got Bills. I'm not sure who said it. It sounded like we're going to – It was the Duke. We're going to – Thank you, Nick. I knew I liked you. We'll give it to the Duke. It was Andy LaDuke. <laughs> They're number four on this list, uh, 151. By the way, these are all stats from – Fantasy pros. I want to just make sure I listen to those. So they were number four last year, 151 points. All right. You guys got control. What else you got? Let's say you, Justin. Who do you got on top of your mind? I'm thinking either it might be 49ers, Bucks. 
I had Bucks in my mind too. You want to go Bucks? Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks. All right, Howard. <laughs> well, they they got. No, we still got two more. Yeah, strikes. they two more strikes. Oh, 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 you're right. You're right. You can give us a free answer if you'd like. But. <laughs> they look like they need it. All right, what else do you guys got? Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. Numero uno, 185 points all last year. All right, you got number one and four. What else you got? A lot of turnovers. Um, think of like uh, I'm thinking like maybe either maybe the now I'm thinking good defense, but I'm just thinking turnover wise. There's no time limit here. I, I, <laughs> he's about to, he's about to excess. I know this game too well. It's coming. Forty nine. Forty nine. Forty nine. Forty nine is. I throw up. Bullshit. <laughs> no, that's not bullshit. That's actually true. One strike remaining, fellas. You got one and four. Little meat left on his bone. What you got? Uh, Patriots? No, no, don't say the Patriots. No. <laughs> oh, he, they said it. No, no, I did not. We did not let, agree. <laughs> all right, let them, fin- let them finish so we don't take all, all right, night. Do, do you want to go? Ra- I'm going to say Rams or Chargers. One of the LA teams, I think. Let's go Rams. Don't don't go Chargers. Okay, Rams. The L.A. Rams. <laughs> oh hell no! Patriots, come on, man. Our defense. Sucks. Bandy and Howard, <laughs> you can you can talk some much yourself. There's a lot of meat on this bone. All they got on here is number one Cowboys, number four Bills. Well, what are you thinking, Howard? The Colts. Colts had uh, they they were you know, leading the league in turnovers last year. Yeah, um, Darius Leonard, all those guys. Um, I would say Colts. That's a good one. We'll go with Colts. That. We'll go yeah. Colts. The Colts. I liked the <laughs> yeah. logic. It made sense. I liked it. Yeah, indeed. Not not correct. However, all right. So number one, Cowboys. Talked about that already. Number two. Should have listened to that gut instinct. Patriots. Oh, really? Number two, really? I was gonna say that, man. You're fucking awesome. Number three on this list. (laughs) Number three on this list. I just want to make sure everyone heard this. America's team, the Miami Dolphins, 155 (laughs) fantasy points. They did have a good defense. They did. Number four, Bills, and number five, finish up in the list, the Saints. 145. All right. Sorry, I didn't listen to you, Justin. It feels Leduc- so easy now that you hear it. Duke and Justin, you guys got round one. Let's go to round two. Top five answers on the board. Really going to challenge. Some, this is what's going to be really interesting. Top five answers on the board. Overall, I want overall fantasy leader in week 15. Top five answers. So the just, overall. Just fantasy. the week 15? Stefan Diggs. Week 18. Oh, 18. Diggs. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I heard Diggs first and foremost right over Steph- here. Steph, oh, yeah, Stefan Diggs. Cooper, can you just say the question one more time? Because I think I heard fifth, week 15 and 18. Did I say 15, yeah, I heard 15 and 18. If I said 15, my apologies. You did. 
I, I I got top five and eighteen all mixed up. My bad. Mm, Justin, top like five answers. Problem. I want the top five overall fantasy leaders of week eighteen. Mm. Come on, Ross. Justin, I'm going with St. Brown. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Amon St. Brown. I love that I brought this question. <laughs> his one down week at the end of the year <laughs> i figured it was the last week maybe you'd remember but wait Man, you here, howard you got a guess it's just top performers just top uh, performers total of course any position all right um dak prescott dak prescott hey a boy how it's like, duh, you go QBs, of course. Number one, Dak Prescott on week He was number one overall, 31.8 points. What else you got, guys? Howard and Bandy, you got control. Um, I, If we're going to stay with quarterbacks uh, who played heavily there, I mean, Herbert was a, was a guy who played a lot in week 18. Herbert? Justin Herbert. Ooh, Howard. <laughs> this, this boy is on fire. Number two, Justin Herbert, 28.4. So you got number one and number two. Who else you got? Mm. What are you thinking? Uh, let's get a, a running back in there, yeah? Jonathan Taylor, maybe? Mm. I'll give him a look. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Sat his ass down. <laughs> Howard, you're the brains of this operation, bro. Howard, you got uh, another guess? Pat Mahomes. They were competing in week Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> we're just here with QB. Uh, you should have said top five <laughs> this, is cha- this is challenging, right? Pat Mahomes is number no. five on this list, 26.2 points. So number three and number four you got left. Brady was still playing, wasn't he, in week 18? Was he? Okay. Tom Brady. Man, I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. Tom Brady was number (laughs) seven with 25. Oh, see, man, I knew he was up there. You were close. You were close. I'm trying to get that spot. One strike left, number three and number four remaining. Oh, Tennessee was a win and you're in, right? Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Yes, Howard. Right, Someone's right. cheating right. over there. I'll tell you, right. tell you what. Knows his stuff, boy. I got to tell you, Ryan Tannehill. If they get number four, he's I definitely know, cheating. I hear, I hear you. Number three on this list, Ryan Tannehill, 27 points. Do you need to see my hands the entire time? Yes. Damn. It's, okay. it's only the guys who cheat that do the accusing, Howard. You know what's up. All right, my was... friend. What else you got? What are you trying you to say, it? Coop? You got, one, you got one answer remaining with one strike remaining. Can you get it? Oh, fuck. Who are, who are some of the bubble teams, Bandy? Uh, Listen, I have an idea if you're down with it. I mean, well, I don't want to say nothing because I always get X, but <laughs> 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 I'm thinking, like, wasn't Davis Mills going off, you know, around that time or something? <laughs> oh, all right. I'll go with Davis oh, Mills. Oh, man. Davis Mills. Oh, Yeah. 
finance mofos over there. I'll tell you what. Wow, that was a big steal. Davis Mills, that was wow. out of nowhere. Great oh job. Wow. There's, a reason, there's a reason why he typed up this offseason. He had a great last game. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's where my head was. Exactly. Man. Hey, that's why we're doing this to give you guys a fresh reminder of last Justin, year. I was going to say AJ Dillon, but that's all right. Here we see Sean Penny actually for the last one. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, okay. That would have been a good one. Here we Rashad go. Penny was actually tied with Brady with seven. Okay, okay. Here okay. we go, all tied up one to one. Here's round three, and a little bit more challenging again. Top five answers on the board. Give me this is all of 2021. I want the number five through number ten oh, receivers in PPR. <laughs> I hate these ones so much. Diggs. <laughs> he just he hates these Stephon ones. Stephon Diggs, his favorite player. <laughs> like hey. my, my brain does not compute five to ten for some <laughs> reason. Like it, it just does not. All right, what about, what about T. Higgins? T. Higgins? The, Did he have the, a – All right, hold he, on. He, the Stephon Diggs, number seven, 288.5. And are you, are you going to go with Higgins? I'm going to go with Higgins. All right, yeah. T. Higgins. Number 17 mm. with 145. 17 with 145. Like I said, this is a good fresh reminder oh, this is hard. for everyone. This is what we're yeah, supposed this, to be this doing. Is a tough this is a one, challenge yeah. our fantasy minds. All right, guys, what else you got? Let's see. We're, we're looking for wait, we're looking for <clears throat> six through ten. You got yeah. it. And this is just receivers, we said, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Got it. <clears throat> hey, we got Tyreek. Right. Tyreek Tyre- Tyre- the cheetah. That might be it. Oh. Yeah. There we go. All right. Tyreek number six on this list. Um, he had 296.5 points. So you got number six and number seven. What else you got? Man, this hard. <laughs> what do you think, Howard? Uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. It's a good one. I wait. I lost my uh, spot. Mm, He's there. (laughs) I like the Mike Williams pick. That's a good one. Just go for it, Mike Williams. Mike Nick said he was Mike Evans. What about Mike Evans? He was probably. Wait, did you get yours from Fantasy Pros, Cooper? Fantasy Pros PPR, Nick. Mike Williams. Oh, PPR. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the PPR. Excuse me. Nick announces every show. Well, I do my rankings PPR because that's what everybody's going to nowadays. I didn't hear the PPR. All right, so I just heard Mike. I just heard Mike Evans. Yes, sir. That makes sense. Okay. Mike Evans, Mike Evans, number nine on this list, 262.5. So you got number eight and number 10 left with one strike remaining. Justin, mm. check Slack. Uh, think, do you think Jefferson was in the top five last yeah, year? Yeah, he was easily in the top five. Okay. He definitely was. He definitely mm-hmm. was. Mm. I okay. feel like it's. Mm. Mike Williams was, was number 12, by the way. Yeah, he was 12. Yeah, I mean, he just, yeah. I thought he was close. That made sense. Don't ever correct the host again. I was I was thinking half point every day. 
But mm. now that we're doing oh. PPR, we don't um, ride the fence, Howard. <laughs> oh, Deontay Johnson. He had a, he had a strong. Yeah. Deontay Johnson. Yeah. He's number the number eight on this list, 274.4 points. Number 10 is remaining. That is all. And you got one strike left. Uh, um, you hit it with Davis Mills the last time, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nothing but that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I had one, man. Where'd it go? Uh, uh, d- what about Waddle, you think? Or Devontae Smith? I mean, I'd go Waddle over Smith, probably. Okay. Do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you want to go Waddle, then? Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 Waddle. Waddle. Stop it. Get some help. Oh, oh, good. oh good. Jalen Waddle, number thirteen, with two hundred and forty-five points so eight. Glad. I'm so glad you guys made the mistake and not us, because that was my text to Justin. I said, "What about Waddle <laughs> for the Steelers?" All right, well, you better text him again because you're up. Know, up Can you get it here? The number ten receiver <laughs> who had a lot of receptions last year. I know because we're looking for number ten, so. Who had a lot of receptions? Are we talking like DJ Moore? I don't think he was high enough. No, I don't think he was. Because he didn't get the touchdowns to go with it. All right, guys. Definitely DJ Moore. <laughs> <laughs> when did Godwin get hurt? Is it Godwin? Right. Are, we going double, are we going double on the table. Uh, bucks? I don't think it's – Godwin got hurt about like what, week 14? So I think – Okay. No, nah, Nick, no. Nah, give us the chance. Give us, give right, us Well, dude, you're taking up the whole show. You've been here 20 minutes. All right, here it goes. What do, you, what do you got? What do you got? Spin it out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> is that a new guy? You know Here's a reach because uh, I think this is a surprise. What What about uh, – I don't think he was top five. What about Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams was number two. Was he number two? Yeah. Number, yes. two. number 10 on the list tonight, Hunter Renfro. Oh, wow. Right. And by the way, by the way that, every, every mock draft, everything I've been into, a great steal. I tell mm-hmm. you, you know, mega he's sliding. He's sliding. Renfro. Silly. Very silly. All right. Congratulations to Banny and Howard. You're tonight's winner. Fucking Chuck Norris. And of course, one more time for the losers. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I embrace it. I had a <laughs> We win OT tonight just to play a little bit of uh, fantasy feud. Hope you guys had fun with that. Howard, let everyone know where they can subscribe and follow and get all your great material all season long. You can follow me on Twitter at RotoBuzzGuy. You can hear me on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio every Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. You can read me on weekends in the New York Post, and you can find me all over the pages at FantasyAlarm.com.
Awesome. Go follow, subscribe today. Bandy, let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, and get all your great stuff all season, sir. Yeah, check us out on YouTube, Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Hit us up on Twitter, Fourth and Flex Pod. I mean, we're everywhere, man. Just put it in Google, Fourth and Flex. You'll find us. <laughs> He's everywhere, man, to say the least. LaDuke, the man of the hour. How about you, my friend? Where can we follow, subscribe, and follow all your great stuff, sir? Yep, as always, at Real Mr. Mallard right here. You can find me for all my uh, general sports content. Uh, football, I just released my quarterback bust yesterday. I'm releasing my running back bust tomorrow, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, Pres- uh, Prescott and Mahomes made my quarterback bust at their ADP, so just a little sneak peek of what that looks like. Uh, and then for my golf show, Divots and Pivots, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. You can find us on YouTube at Divots and Pivots, that Twitter. Uh, you can get all that information there. Go follow, subscribe today. Don't forget also to subscribe to our YouTube. We're going to have lots of fun stuff this weekend. We're going to do a draft lottery for a league, so you want to check that out. It'll be a lot of fun. We're also going to be doing our giveaway on there as well for the Leroy Butler jersey, so make sure you subscribe today and get in on that um, before next week. Next week we'll be doing our um, redraft week. Bob Lung is coming in. Um, we're going to be we're actually going to the Fantasy Football Expo as well. So we'll be talking about mm-hmm. that and all that great stuff. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, if we play in the flag football tournament, um, Nick doesn't get hurt. That's like the main thing we're concerned about. So we appreciate you guys and appreciate Howard, Bandy. Appreciate you guys. Don't forget to follow, subscribe. We appreciate you and we are out. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 